Legal Experts, a podcast series from Radio Verulam in association with Stowe Family Law. Today, Claire McParlin joins Phil Richards to talk about DIY divorces, marriages abroad and renewing your vows. Joining us now on the phone with our uh, usual monthly uh, look at uh, family law is Claire McParlin from Stowe Family Law. Good morning. Hi there. Good morning. How's things? Very good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, great. Okay, so I uh, can't believe it's um, a month ago since we spoke to Stowe Family Law, and uh, here we are again. So first one, let's dive into this one. Can my partner and I divorce with our own paperwork, which is going to be independently agreed by each side, and then just simply advise the relevant uh, jurisdiction uh, body and you know just do this really completely ourselves, I think. That's what they're saying. So, uh, in order to have a divorce legally recognised in England, an application to the court will be required. Um, whilst an agreement can be mutually reached about the finances, um, but I, I wouldn't necessarily advise that. Uh, the only way to dissolve the marriage legally would be via the courts of England and Wales. Right. So, really, what we're saying is it's best to get a, a proper solicitor to do this, isn't it? Absolutely. I think more so from the from the finance side as well, um, just to get advice on the finances um, before anything is done. Right. Now, next one. Um, the person I married has been sent to prison and I wish to v- divorce that person. Uh, is there a special process for instigating divorce proceedings in this situation? No, the process is actually the same if one party is in prison. The only difference is the need to serve the papers, which can be more difficult. Um, You would normally need to instruct a process server who's qualified to serve papers on prisoners. Um, And there can just be issues with serving the papers at times when visitors are permitted um, because you can't just arrive at, you know, whenever you please in the prison. Um, But aside from that, it's it's exactly the same basically the same sort of principles yes, yes absolutely. right okay swiftly on and um uh myself and my boyfriend both decided to go to america for a few weeks sounds good uh, so far and we had a great time and we we saw a sign offering people a quick marriage and it was only 150 dollars is it actually legal though well, marriages abroad are legally recognised in the UK, but only if certain conditions are met. Um, so, say um, a, a, a marriage in America would be, it, well, it would be recognised. Um, you don't need to register it, but there are sometimes issues, especially with like a Vegas wedding, say, where consent might be an issue if the parties were, say, inebriated, um, and then it could potentially be annulled. Right, and would that that would be completely legally recognised in the UK as well? Then would it? Yeah, so long as all of the conditions are met. Um, so yeah, then that's the the most common issue I think in those types of, of marriages. Yeah, and it's um, it's it's something that a lot of people do do, um, and it, it can be a very simple sort of ceremony as well, can't it? So. Absolutely, yeah. Sounds good. Okay. and They're much cheaper. <laughs> yes. All right. And my husband is a lawyer and asked me to proofread some legal contracts recently. However, it turns out that he didn't give me the right envelope. When I opened the envelope, I found it contained lots of love letters from another person to him. And so now I've uh, found him out, what should I do? I- I'm really thinking of uh, getting a divorce. Any advice there? Yes, well, 
you know, that's, that's clearly shocking and, you know, no surprise there that that's the route that um, she wants to go down. Um, it, in terms of actually receiving love letters, it doesn't necessarily amount to adultery. Um, you have to actually prove that there's been intercourse to be able to do that. And I'm not going to go into lots of details about that now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, that's not necessarily enough. Um, you could go down the route of unreasonable behaviour if there wasn't sufficient evidence, um, and that would be another option. Um, and it really it just depends on the individual circumstances. So we would need to, you know, speak to to her to to see whether that was viable. Right, Radio Verulam ninety two point six FM with advice from Claire McParland of Stowe Family Law. And uh, last question now, then Claire, my husband and I. Uh, have been married actually for 80 years and had a most incredible time. So we're just wishing to renew uh, the vows and really just asking about advice on that because, um, you know, they're just really considering doing that. What do we do? Right, well, first of all, congratulations for being married for that yeah, length of time. I fantastic. think that's the I've heard of. Um, there are actually no legalities involved in renewing wedding vows. Um, there's flexibility in how the ceremony can take place. It can be, say, religious, non-religious, formal, casual. Uh, it doesn't need to be held in a registry office. It's not a legally binding ceremony. I think that's the key thing. And there's no licensing restrictions. Um, there might be restrictions if it's, you know, in a certain place, such as alcohol consumption and noise levels, but, but that's pretty much it. Sounds fantastic. Really need, need uh, they both need congratulating uh, from Radio Verulam and I'm sure from Stowe Family <laughs> Law as well on such a fantastic uh, marriage. And uh, yeah. wow, 80 years, eh? Long time. <laughs> fantastic. Well, Claire, that's been really great chatting to you again as usual. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll be speaking again in a month's time. Lovely. Thank Look you. Take that. care. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye-bye.